Welcome to Everyday Parables, the podcast all about daily connections to God. This is your host, Cody Hoskison. Jesus taught in parables, little stories that his listeners could relate to. These stories were usually about things in the daily life of those he taught. In essence, they were, and are, spiritual object lessons. For several years, I have noticed parallels between common objects or experiences and the journey of spiritual growth on earth. I thought maybe these thoughts could help others. Today's episode is about loving yourself and forgiving yourself. True self-love is not full of ego and vanity. Forgiving yourself does not mean that humility is absent. Have you ever owned a car that was older than 10 years old? Or known somebody who has? It takes attention, love, care, and a certain ability to grow accustomed to this oldish car's peculiarities. Has that car ever been hit? Not totaled, but you or your friend had to do some work to get it back to fully functioning? Maybe you had to replace the front bumper, or a headlight, or fix a dent. Maybe your car has paint chips, scratches, and quite a few fixed dents. Do you have to jiggle the button just right to roll the window down? Or watch the mileage because the gas gauge is broken? Maybe you drive a stick shift and you know the exact sweet spot to press on the clutch and gas to get the car moving. Maybe it guzzles oil and you have to keep an eye on that. Perhaps you have to put your key in only so far and you have to turn it in just the right way to get the engine to start. Are you going to get rid of that car just because of these quirks? Probably not. In fact, there are many people who love these differences and love the feeling every time they perfectly handle a quirk on the very first try. They know that car and have mastered the use of it. They may be surprised now and then by a few things that come up. A new quirk might be added the next time they go over rough road. But they figure it out and add that new thing to their list of reasons they love the car. Some of my listeners who haven't owned a 10 plus year old car may be wondering if these people would still like their quirky cars if the cars had ever failed them. Thing is, the cars have failed them. Batteries randomly die and they've needed to wait hours for a jump. The perfect way to turn the key was only found through many frustrated attempts and checking to make sure the battery was charged and well connected. The car has run out of gas, mostly due to the faulty gas gauge and the forgetfulness of the driver. They have been in fender benders. These people love the car because they have gone through things with it. They have faced failures and disappointments and come out the other side with a better understanding and appreciation for the car. They probably have a pet name for it, even if it doesn't sound like a pet name. In the end, they will hang on to that car until it actually dies or they are forced to leave it behind for some reason or another. They have a history with that car. They understand it, and they love it as much as a normal person can love an inanimate object operative word being normal. So how does this match self-love? Imagine yourself as this car that you refuse to give up on. Recognize that the bumps and scrapes are okay and add character, even if they were your fault. 
learn to love the quirks about yourself. Take the time to understand how to interact with these peculiarities so that everything runs smoothly. There is nothing wrong with peculiarities and quirks. Remember, this car is not loved in spite of its shortcomings. It is loved both with and sometimes because of them. Some people love themselves too much. They have an inflated opinion of themselves and think they can do no wrong. They often drive others away. Thing is, that isn't true self-love. Because the second they make a mistake, their world will crash around their ears and they will be left picking up pieces, alone, and learning how to love the dense, or hating themselves and covering it up with the appearance of an even bigger inflated ego. Forgiving yourself is a very important part of loving yourself. Some of those scratches and dents are your fault. Maybe the headlight replacement too, but you were never a hundred on that. Can you imagine that you would be able to love yourself if you couldn't forgive yourself? In 2 Corinthians 2, 7-8, through 8, it says, Ye ought rather to forgive him and comfort him, lest perhaps such an one would be swallowed up with overmuch sorrow. Wherefore I beseech you that ye would confirm your love toward him. I believe this doesn't just apply to some other person in your life. I believe that this applies to you. If I were to paraphrase these scriptures in the context of loving yourself, I would say, forgive and comfort yourself so that you won't be swallowed up with too much sorrow. Confirm your love toward yourself. Some sorrow can be very good and work wonders in your life. Dwelling in this sorrow or having too much of it is not good. Honestly, it can feel like depression and for some people might turn into depression. Forgiving yourself looks quite a bit like loving yourself. You recognize that having dents and scratches is okay. You recognize that feeling frustrated with yourself will pass, and you can learn to work with the new normal and whatever quirk comes with it. You recognize that having a new normal doesn't mean that you are weak. You remember that you care about yourself, and that you are worthy of being loved because you are a child of God. And then you turn the whole thing over to God. You tell him all about what happened and how you felt and why it hurt and how you think it was your fault or how it really was your fault. You ask him to forgive you and then you ask him to help you forgive yourself. Some people really struggle with this. The thing that happened is, they feel, beyond help and that they are no longer worthy of being loved by themselves or by others. They wonder why God loves them, and may even begin to question that. Sometimes they feel forgiven by God, but do not think they can forgive themselves. They may even feel that they have forgiven themselves and moved on, but come to realize that they still have feelings of guilt. To these people, I would say trust that God loves you. You, personally, as his child. Therefore, he will help you to both love yourself and to forgive yourself. His path most likely isn't what you expect, but he will guide you to who, what, and when you need to heal. The atonement of Jesus Christ is for you. 
I testified that he went through our experiences one by one for each person who has ever lived and will ever live, and that includes you. He can help you recover from sin. He can help you take the next step to becoming more like him. Like I talked about in the last episode, the atonement is for both sinners and people who have already repented and are now seeking to come closer to God. One way or another, this is all of us. This is you. Jesus suffered so that you don't have to stay suffering. You can let him help you. Thank you for joining me on the Everyday Parables podcast. God loves you, and you are allowed to love you. Please check the episode notes for an amazing article about forgiveness that I have found. See you next time.